0: Welcome back to episode 49 of B-Roll Conversations. You know it is. It is your boy Umshuti wabashuti. My name is Cyril Zuma. I am a photographer for those who don't know who I am. And if you've never subscribed on the channel, what are you doing? <laughs> Please just make sure that you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. And we are so close to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. That is massive for me. So I'd really, really appreciate it if you hit the subscribe button. Well, on episode 49, I've got something very different. I've got very much different topics to talk about today. The first one I want to talk about really is my MacBook Pro not working um, on the Sony Imaging Edge tethering tool. So I've, I've been trying to, I bought a new MacBook, which is an M1, which is the one right behind me, It's the MacBook M1 chip. Uh, macbook pro which is a really really amazing computer really fast really efficient i'm able to have lightroom photoshop and premiere pro running and audition there's so many programs that i can have running a really really amazing computer but it's failing me on one thing and i'm like ah oh, this is not worth it so i recently also moved to a whole sony system so now i use sony and currently i'm filming with the sony a73 7 and so i was at a shoot with a client of mine and I was trying to tether and it wasn't tethering and I tried, tried it at home on so many times to tether it and it wasn't tethering at all kept on saying it's not recognizing my camera on the computer I do believe this is due to me upgrading my software um, I'm not too sure what it, could, what it could be because on the MacBook Air 802015 2015 version it works perfectly well But now it means I need to have two computers to actually walk around with, which is not cool. So Sony, if you're watching this, uh, or in fact, it could be the Sony Imaging Edge, the desktop app, which we use to actually tether, is not working well. Then somebody suggested that I use Capture One, which just means I need to migrate to a whole new system, which doesn't work for me. So I need this tethering system to actually work. So, yeah, that's part of the news that I've been struggling with or part of the stuff that I've been struggling with in the photography industry this week. And I need your help, man. If you know how to tether onto the MacBook Pro M1 chip, please let me know using the Sony system and also using the, um, yeah, in fact, using the Sony system. It doesn't matter if it's not Sony Imaging Edge, but as long as I'm not migrating to a new system um, like I'm using now, which is Adobe, I don't want to go to Capture One. So yeah, for those watching, please help me out. Let me know if you can actually, if, you say, if there is a solution for this, Because it's something that's, yeah, that's mind-boggling me. The second thing is I want to talk about is undercharging. I'm realizing that I've been undercharging for so long. Jeez. I think most of my life I've been undercharging. And I say this because there's so many situations where I feel like I just wanted to get the job. And I also feel like I just wanted to, um, to keep moving, you know, to, to, to look like I'm busy or or whatever it may be. And I see a lot of photographers falling under the same thing where we are undercharging for our work. It's so important to understand that when you start a photography business, you treat it like a business. So therefore, everything needs to be accounted for, from you leaving the house. So traveling, you need to charge for tra- things like traveling, whether it's going to a side reggae, whether it's going to fetch equipment. You need to charge for your equipment. You need to charge for an assistant. Previously, funny enough. <laughs> so once a client, I had lots of equipment. I was doing a corporate photo shoot and a client said to me, you don't have an assistant? And I said, no, I don't. And she quickly realized that I wanted to win the work and I didn't charge for an assistant. So she was helping me carry all this stuff and it just didn't make sense. And another thing is undercharging for is not having an assistant. Most likely, you need an assistant most of the time, whether it's somebody who helps you with carrying your equipment, cards, uh, fixing lights. You can't do everything yourself. You always need an assistant. And this is specifically to the the event videographers uh, that are working out in, in quite a lot of events. I can understand when it's studio, it's a bit different. But even then, you still need an assistant. So I've been undercharging for a lot of things and I've seen a lot of photographers also do the same thing. I say this also because there's some of the work where I will charge my basic rate where it's literally the bam, 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 just for the basic things. And I will not win that because the client will send me an email saying, hey, we found somebody else. And you know that somebody else probably went cheaper. And I'm like, wow. So I charge my basic, basic but somebody else went cheaper. So a lot of us are undercharging. And what and we, still, we saw this in the celebrity industry. A lot of celebrities or influencers weren't booking people anymore for events. They knew that Cyril would be at the event, they knew that you'd be at the event, so you'd take a photo of them, or you'd be excited to take a photo of them. And so you would don't even charge for anything. But yeah, anyway, I'm derailing. All I gotta say is that we are undercharging as photographers, as creatives, and we need to charge a little bit more. It's gonna be hard in the beginning. I know when I started out also just charging my real rate, for a while I didn't have work. (laughs) It was quite scary, I didn't have work, but I understood that I'm treating this like a business and that there are people willing to pay for my services that I offer. So don't undercharge, don't try undercut, rather go for the real price because it does have an impact in the long run. Again, one of the things I did early on in my career was I undercharge, And then the client will come back to me three years later still wanting the same price because that's what I taught them. I taught them that I'm able to bend. I'm able to make, you know, plans. And we shouldn't do that, dog. We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't be doing that because we are like a business and all businesses run exactly like that. The third thing which is closely related to that is not even charging for usage rights. This one is painful. I had a conversation with a friend of mine just the other day, a few days ago, and he was telling me, listen, bro, I I was doing this photo shoot uh, with this client and, um, you know, a really big client and I undercharged. I wasn't aware that these photos were going to be used for PR. I wasn't aware that these photos were going to be used on billboards across Africa. And this is due to literally not asking questions to your clients. One of the things you need to ask for, especially nowadays, you need to ask for commercial usage, or you need to just ask a lot of questions. Number one, where will the photos be used? How long will they be used for? What's the purpose of the photo shoot? You need to know all these things because charging your daily rate for argument's sake, 10,000 Rand, whatever your daily rate is, and then they take that same photo and put it on a billboard, you've lost, and they've gained. For those who don't know, billboards can cost people hiring them maybe close to half a million a month on hiring that billboard so if that is your photo on the billboard you better be making some money too so usage rights we need to be able to charge for usage rights and i know that it's difficult in south africa because a lot of us don't know where to get these calculations where to thumbsuck them when we don't want to thumbsuck, we're also scared of losing work but you need to charge for usage rights Go on the internet, go on Google how to charge for usage rights, and there's actually, they even call it a BUR, um, a base something. Uh, and literally, if you go onto the internet and you search how to find or how to use usage rights, you will find some calculations here and there. Now, there isn't a staple one in South Africa, as far as I know. I have a, a link that was shared in a group, a photography group, but even that is just a test, right? And so if you do want to test, let me know. I mean, I'm hoping this person is cool with it too. Um, But yeah, go also on the internet and actually ask how do we actually check uh, for usage rights? And you will find that you've been undercharging for so long. Another quick example on usage rights is people that shoot artists. So an artist will, you take a photo of an artist or the artist will book you and they'll pay you the money for that studio, everything, that time, you retouch them, blah, blah, blah. Then they take the same photo and they put it on a billboard or on an album cover. Now, usage rights, how they actually work is like a person can book you, great, and they pay for that. But now when somebody else is making money with that photo, that, that's when usage rights come in. So your client can pay you for the daily rate, but to use it extra on, someone, on other platforms or elsewhere to make an income, to generate an income, to boost their image, then they have to pay. And even posting on social media is exactly the same thing. If a DJ or a recording artist posts photos that you took and they promoting themselves, that is some sort of usage. They are using it on a digital platform. So it's important to have those conversations with all the artists, with everybody that you, have, that you encounter as a photographer to be like, yo, where are these photos going? How long will they be used for? Um, and then start charging for it. And don't be scared to charge for it or have that conversation. Because I will tell you this, your mates are doing it, and I am your mate. I am charging for usage rights. And I've lost a lot of jobs because I'm charging for usage rights, but I've also won a lot of jobs because I'm charging for usage rights. People understand that, oh, this guy is serious. Oh, okay. He's very serious serious about what he's doing. So, yeah it on usage rights make sure that you charge for usage rights man it's super super important it's something that a lot of photographers have been overlooking and it is time to not overlook it at all the other thing i wanted to share with you guys is this new campaign which i started with standard bank a really really amazing campaign in fact and it's something that i never thought of as a photographer because i was you know i'm still stuck in my photography little bubble but i'm not realizing the impact that i'm having outside. Standard Bank people chose me to be part of their campaign on, on launching a, glo- a, a, a national offering. That is crazy. And they chose me as a photographer. And so my message to you and anyone else watching out there: is stick to your lane, do your thing. People are watching. And doing campaigns as a photographer, I think, is super amazing. I mean, in this campaign, we're talking about our firsts. And I talk about so many of my firsts, and I share so many of my firsts that I start reflecting back and realizing that I've been doing really, really well. And I shouldn't be so hard on myself. I know sometimes when work isn't coming in, when things aren't going so right, you think, oh, am I even meant to do this thing? Did I even... Oh, did I even make the right decision quitting my job? Things like that. You ask yourself so many questions. Friends and family are also asking you the questions. But campaigns like this, it affirmed me. And it made me realize that I'm actually good at what I'm doing and I should carry on doing what I'm doing in my own way without copying anybody else. Um, and so that's really really important man check out the campaign if you're really really interested and also just maybe reflecting about your first i know standard bank is also giving away some gifts here and there i know that uh, we're going to be giving away something tomorrow today to some people that came to the event that we chose and they interacted with us using the hashtag it can be and also a hashtag sb love really really amazing campaign man and i urge most photographers to get involved in things like this in campaigns that are meaningful by the way So I hadn't done a campaign in a long time. And I remember a close friend of mine offering me a campaign, but it wasn't relatable to me. And it wasn't a campaign that I wanted to be part of. But when I got this one, I was like, that's it. This is the one and not just because of money, but it was really, really something that I actually wanted to get into. And it's been such an eye opening campaign that I really, really am grateful to standard bank and everybody else. Also that's involved in the campaign, man, but yeah, that's everything from the news desk from Cyril Zuma this week. I talked about my Sony, me having a problem with my Sony a7 III tethering. I talked about undercharging, also not charging for usage rights. I talked about my campaign with Standard Bank, which I just told you about now. And yeah, that's been the roundup of my week. I've been really, really busy, and I'm really, really enjoying the business because I'm doing videography, quite a lot of video. Whew. I don't know if I am actually have enough space. So currently... Right now, I actually have Google Drive also. Like, I think I have a terabyte or more. I have so many hard drives. I'm running out of space for video. and uh, But I'm really enjoying it, man. I remember that I picked up video about maybe a year ago, if I'm correct. And this was a gig I was doing with South African tourism. And I had just really started with video. And I've improved so much, and I'm enjoying it. So I've been doing a lot of video and it's been really, really eye-opening. Um, and yeah, that's literally all it from my desk without babbling on too much. Thank you guys once again for listening to B-roll Conversations and it really has been amazing. Make sure that you subscribe, like, wherever you're listening from. If you're on YouTube, press the subscribe button because we're almost close to a thousand subscribers. And if you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, press the follow button and also interact with me using hashtag B-roll Conversations, man. I'm just really, really grateful for this week. I'm really grateful to even be doing this and actually just pressing record on the camera and just recording and seeing what happens afterwards. But anyway, I'll check you guys on the next episode of b Conversations. I'm sure it'll be episode 50. Yeah, it'll be episode 50. So yeah, check out episode 50 of B-Roll Conversations. I'm sure I'll launch it next week. And have an amazing week, photographers, videographers, content creators. Peace.